0: independent thoughts, independent life. This is
1: Chad Benson. Is it a Christmas miracle? Could things be cooling in the world of O...
2: Inflation. Economists were anticipating a 7.3% year over year increase in the consumer price index. Instead, the number has come in at 7.1%, the best since December of 2021. The overall increase, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, was driven by the rising cost of housing. Energy prices, including the cost of gasoline, actually went down in November.
1: Which is a good thing. That's good, right? Inflation nation is what we have been. So, and it's hard to quantify, you know, CPR, consumer price index, and we take the core inflation, but we take out all the stuff that you actually purchase with it, and those goods are up, but the other things are down. So therefore, look, you you know it, I know it. I gas heading here under two ninety, see two seventy five in some places. A little bit more expensive in Phoenix. Producer Phil out there in the beautiful world of Virginia. What did you pay? What are you paying for gas? Uh three ten. Three ten. There you go. So gas is easing, not where we need it to be, but it's still not bad. By the way, I'd like to get a big shout out to China. Thanks so much for the COVID restrictions. You guys keep at it. One place where Americans are actually saving
3: compared to a year ago is at the gas pump. The national average is now around $3.25. That's actually lower than it was last December. Wall Street and the Federal Reserve are going to be paying very close attention to these inflation numbers. The Fed has already hiked interest rates six times this year to try to slow down borrowing to tame high prices in the economy. Another rate hike is expected tomorrow.
1: Yeah, now the question is how big of a hike. Some people said if if it's 0.75, we're in for a much tougher ride. Bing, you know, when you when you, when they know they're going to be flying through uh weather and how bad it is cuz they've talked to planes in front of them. They see what's coming. They get the bang. Everybody sit down. That includes the uh uh you know, we're gonna hit some bumpy batch that, you know, we, that includes we're gonna suspend the cart service at this moment. We'd ask that the, you know everybody sit down, including uh, the flight attendants. Uh, or are we gonna get a 0.5? 0.5, eh, Probably gonna be a few bumps. We might even put turned on the lights. The the little bing light for the seatbelt. That's kind of where we're sitting at this moment in time. So that's good news. Still thinks too damn high. Still putting too much on the credit card. But could we be in a position where if we're in a recession, we're coming out of it, or if we are headed into a recession, it's not going to be as bad as we think. That's always a possibility. I would like to think the good rather than the bad. That's just me. It's the kind of cat I am. I'm a caring kind of individual. I don't want bad things. Despite what people think, If you dream of a horrible time because the other party's in power, you're an idiot.
3: Today's inflation report shows that red hot prices are starting to cool off, giving some much needed relief to consumers. Inflation rose 7.1% in November from a year ago. That was better than expected, and it marks the slowest pace since the end of last year.
1: So hopefully we keep on this path, which would be good. We shall see. I mean, does it all change if China gets back in the game and and, and we're now vying for a limited amount of, of oil for the rest of the world because China's consuming far more than normal and we see what's going on in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia and stuff. Uh, yeah, but that, for at least right now, this is a bit of a win. And it's still not where we need to be. Remember, we like to see it right around 2%. 7.1% is still ridiculously high, but it's better than where we were headed. The big question for me is what do we look like in February? We always talk about, what do they say? It is the second... Tuesday in February is supposed to be like the most depressing day when people, are, in theory, they say, you know, it's people getting their credit card bills for the holidays and all these kind of stuff. It, it, because we have put so much on our credit cards. We have put so much on we're going to buy it now. We're going to pay for it for the next umpteen years. What is it? We're carrying more credit card debt than we could even imagine. Uh, and so what does that look like in the coming year? Because I think that's the bubble that's going to burst. It's not going to be the housing bubble. It is going to be the, the the credit bubble that I think is going to explode. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, they got him. They arrested him. Yeah, the dude with the bad hair that was a genius that spent umpteen millions of dollars less than a year ago to be the bee's knees at the Super Bowl. Sam Bankman-Fried in custody. Sam Bankman-Fried
4: arrested at the request of the U.S. government. The charges not being unveiled until later today, but a source says the 30-year-old faces a multi-count fraud indictment. After the alleged misappropriation was reported last month, customers rushed to withdraw their money, causing FTX to implode after it was unable to recover the withdrawals. The company, short billions of dollars
1: by the way uh they're now saying uh this this is i think far worse than people realize as far as like they they weren't even trying from the day he got dollar one he was allocated by the looks of it into putting it into other things the big question is why now and i'm not saying that you know you could find the conspiracy because it's already out there well he was supposed to testify and, you know, give all the money to the Democrats. Why did they arrest him now?
5: Why not just let him testify, get more statements on the record, and then arrest him? Uh, a lot of members of Congress are frustrated now. You know, it is sort of interesting that they decided to do it the day before. Also, the fact that they did it under seal. They clearly wanted to act
1: quickly. Yeah. And my thing is, this is just me. I'm spinning every way. Was he getting ready to bounce? Was he getting ready to try to head to Dubai or somewhere like that where he would be out of everybody's reach uh, in a country that extradition would have been virtually impossible in some ways to get to? I don't know how many of those countries really exist anymore that you would want to live in and at the same time uh, we couldn't get to you. But was that the fear, maybe, that he wasn't going to testify? He was just going to bounce.
5: I think that you will see in the trial his words come out against him in some way, shape, or form. Is it that he testifies? Is it that they use your interview? But there's no doubt, I think, that they are going to use them in some way.
1: Yeah, he's talking to George Stephanopoulos, our good buddy uh, uh, Dan Abrams there, talking about uh, his interview with Stephanopoulos. He interviewed and spoke with everybody. That guy would never shut up.
4: He wouldn't. Our George Stephanopoulos sat down with Bankman Freed last month after the stunning collapse.
5: Carolyn Ellison said that you all knew that these funds were used, were put into Alameda. They were the funds owned by your depositors.
6: So I can't speak for who knew what. Are you worried about going to jail? Well, I'm trying to focus on what I can do going forward to be helpful and, you know, let whatever you know regulatory and legal processes are happening play out as they will
1: oh they're going to play out they're going to play out big 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 time because you're an idiot you stole people's money and as i was explaining to people last night they're going to protect him because of uh uh you know all the money he gave to democrats i said no 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 understand something he took money from democrats and yeah he did try to smooth the way into the world of, of politics he said he gave a bunch of money to republicans we'll find out about all this stuff but one thing that he did do was steal money from everybody. And when you do that, that includes Republicans, Democrats, That isn't a good look. But why did they arrest him now? What if they thought he was going to bounce? Here's the thing. If they don't arrest this guy, the crypto king, right, him and his, his, his bizarre friends living in the Bahamas who everybody anointed the greatest. That's part of the reason that the media doesn't really, they're trying to figure out how do we co- cover a guy that we anointed the second coming of, of you know, J.P. Morgan, of Buffett. Right? The second coming of all the greats. The, the the how do we do this? Because we were in on it. He's great, right? He's just, he's, you know, he's not a nihilist. He's got this beautiful way of looking at life, and he's gonna do all this stuff, and you become rich to so give all your money with blah, 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 blah. And they anoint him, they kiss his ass, and they do, oh my god, he's just the most wonderful thing, and he's just such a unique character, blah, 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 And they do all of these things. You got a egg on your face. But look at all the look at all the celebrities and athletes that are being sued because they're out there, you know, pitching the dream of crypto and and whatnot. I was watching some comics today. That's totally why Tom and, and Giselle broke up because uh, she's like, I don't want to be part of this crap. No, no, he's an idiot. He was an idiot. He was a great narrative for a lot of them to talk about. Look at this guy. It's not like Elon. He just takes his money and buys Twitter, ruins the world. This guy's doing great things. They're caught with egg on their face. And the other side of it is if, let's say they didn't arrest him. So let's say they don't arrest this character. And then he flies off and boom, he ends up in, uh, you know, Dubai or some faraway land and he's got 50 million dollars stashed away cash a billion here and we can't get to him people would have said what because I heard people on the right say why isn't he in handcuffs Jeff it's because of the Democrats and then the minute he's in handcuffs it's like why did they arrest him he was going to testify it's like you guys can't make up your mind you want the conspiracy you just don't know which way it's supposed to go He's in handcuffs. Trust me, based on all the stuff and the fact that he won't shut up.
6: There are a lot of things that are worrying me right now. Um, And, you know, as best as possible, I'm trying to focus on what I can do going forward to be helpful and, you know, let whatever, you know, regulatory and legal processes are happening play out.
1: If I were you, I would rent a movie called Get Hard. (laughs) So it's not a porno. That's what you're thinking. It is a movie with uh, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. He is basically thrown under the bus by his soon-to-be father-in-law, of insider trading, a bunch of other stuff, and he's got to go to jail. So he hires Kevin Hart to be who he thinks is a bad, tough guy, uh, which we know is not true, and hilarity ensues. But kind of that's what I'd be working towards at this moment in time. right? Maybe get some tats. I don't know if you want to do cornrows with that thing. Maybe shave your head, a mohawk, something that gives you a little bit more of a look that you aren't going to be beat up every five minutes. Throwing it out there: three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program rough greens baby. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Get yourself some rough greens if you love your animals like I love my animals. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega three six nine, all of this incredible stuff. Give it to your dogs and they will love it. It's going to help them in so many ways. Whether they've got aches and pains and sore joints, maybe they've got digestive issues or allergies, you watch what this can do for your dogs. Plus, the energy levels are going to go through the roof. If you love your dogs like I love my dogs, try it for free. Dr. Dennis Black wants to send you a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything other than shipping. It's a few bucks. Ruffgreens.com slash at roughgreens.com slash at roughgreens.com. Slash Chat. We got some Twitter news we're gonna hit on. We got some uh, border news we're gonna hit on. Some homeless stuff we're gonna hit. On. So much stuff today, it's huge. That's what we do here. It's the Chad Benson Show. You
2: stink like. And white male privilege
4: to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you so bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it,
0: some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
6: We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your I favorite Halloween candy
5: game? corn? I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears. Let's see, uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or
3: regular?
5: Uh, um, the the, the hair It's got to be the hair ones. <laughs> and then uh,
1: that is the great coach Mike Leach, R.I.P. Uh, Mississippi State football coach, a guy who said wacky, crazy things as a coach. Air raid offense, just an, a character and a half. Uh, Sunday, rushed to the hospital. People didn't realize how bad it was. They said it was just an emergency. Then, it, then, then they figured out they found him. He had a heart issue apparently, and uh, ended up passing away at uh, uh, at 61 years young. And I say that because you think about it, Dick Van Dyke turns 97 today, and he's still singing and dancing. That's crazy. That's 36 good years you had left in you, potentially. You know, we talked over the weekend in this past couple of days about the uh, Grant Wall, uh, the great writer that was, you know, wrote for many different, you know, from Sports Illustrated to ESPN and and everywhere else when it came to soccer, who died uh, in in Qatar covering the World Cup. So, uh, but uh, that sucks, man. Just, just so young and... Enjoying his life, a wacky character uh, who gave you, I mean, some of the weirdest sound bites about sports that you've ever seen. And even in the middle of something big, it's like, I just hate candy corn. <laughs> I was like, okay. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Uh, big news today. Inflation is cooling down. Great news for consumers, everybody out there. I think the opportunities here of us not having a giant rate hike may be good, which could spell the fact that we the worst-ish is behind us.
3: Today's inflation report will be welcome news for the Federal Reserve, which has been on an aggressive campaign to slow down borrowing in the economy to try to tame high prices. The Fed is still expected to raise interest rates tomorrow by half a percentage point. But if inflation does continue to ease, it could slow down the pace of rate hikes into next year.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, again, good news, better news for all of us. Nowhere near where we need to be. Absolutely nowhere near where we need to be. Which we need to be in that two range. We're still at seven point one ish, uh, and depending on where you're in the country, you might be at five and a half. You might be still at ten. Uh, interesting. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all the other things. Later on, we got a very special. Nature will mess you up. Oh, you do. You do. Plus, uh, nuclear fusion. So last week, wormhole. This week, nuclear fusion. Uh, Are we running at our demise? Some Twitter stuff as well. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. That's your Twitter, your Instagram, wherever the things go. i will talk a little bit about the Twitter coming up. Why don't tweet as much? Do a lot of that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
5: Chad Benson Show
0: Independent thoughts, independent life.
1: This is Chad Benson. Hello, darling. Good news about inflation, bad news about the border. It's a hot mess, baby. It's an absolute hot mess. Hundreds of migrants
4: crossing the Rio Grande in a matter of hours overnight. Many forced to spend the night on the riverbank burning whatever they could find for warmth. Border Patrol officials telling ABC News they are at capacity and have to send migrants elsewhere along the border. Unauthorized border crossings in El Paso are now averaging more than 2,400 arrests and detainments
1: per day. That seems like a lot. I'm just throwing that out there. It seems like we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing when it comes to the border, which is I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. I've got to be completely honest with you. I have no idea what we're supposed to be doing. So we do have estimates of
5: how many encounters there are at the border on a daily basis. We have
1: processes and procedures in place to identify those individuals, to process them in an orderly fashion, and then
5: to do what is appropriate based on that processing. And we have believed that that system uh, is a system that does an effective job of being able to determine who is coming across the border and what the right way to
1: deal with their case is. Jake Sullivan, you have no idea. You said a lot of words and nothing at the same time. Well, we've got processes in place that are part of the process that we put in place because of the process. And part of the process due to the encounters is the fact that we have to look at the processes we have in place. Those processes will help determine which are the next step of the processes that we have to go to in determining in these encounters how the processes will help us manage the process of us coming in to contact with other people, therefore putting in the right place for these processes. Huh? What? I keep reminding you, next Wednesday, a day after my birthday, Title 42 goes away. The uh, pandemic era uh, thing that was put in place to tell the world, hey, you guys, uh, we're not going to tell our country that everybody's got to stay indoors and wear a mask and can't go anywhere, can't look at anybody, can't touch anybody, can't be, yo, don't even go outside. Because if you go outside, you could catch this thing. And, oh, but you guys could wander across the border. So they put, you know, the CDC and, and Trump uh, administration, this Pandera uh, pandemic era thing they put in place called Title 42 has helped mitigate it. And it's still being used in some aspects, but it officially goes away in, uh, what, eight days? That ain't good.
4: This ahead of next week's possible end of Title 42, a Trump-era policy that allows for the immediate expulsion of migrants without allowing them to seek asylum. Olmedis and her daughter came from Venezuela. They are waiting to cross until next week. She doesn't know what she'll do if they don't let her back in. Olmedis telling me she wants to cross legally. And she wants to make it to the U.S.
1: for her daughter. And by the way, crossing legally, let's listen to that. Crossing legally doesn't mean, okay, you're here, you have residency, welcome. There, The whole thought now is crossing legally is, because Venezuela is one of those countries where there are telling people that if you're here, Title 42 allows us to expel you immediately. And by expel immediately, it is turn around and go. Within 15 minutes, you're back on the other side of the border. But she's like, I want to come here legally. You coming here and saying I want asylum is an abuse of the asylum system. That's the catch and release thing. Because they know once they get their little thing that says, "All right, you guys can, you know, you can stay here while we check all your information and we look uh, to see if you really do qualify for asylum in the United States uh, because you're fearing for your life because your religious belief, your political belief, uh, your your sexuality, what whatever it is, uh, so we'll allow you to stay here while we go through this and you'll have a court date and we'll go from there, knowing full well they're probably not showing up for the court date and we're just turning them loose. To them, that's legally. To us, it's absurd. I go back to this. Go to Disneyland today. Tell them uh, you meant to pay and you want to, but uh, uh, you really want to take your kids. There's people in the parking lot that are really mean, and that's why you can't pay right now. And see if they let you in while they go and do all of your, you know, because they took your tickets and everything. And then, and then, you know, see if they go, okay, well, let's let's do this. We'll let you in. We'll let you run around and have the fun day and do whatever. But you got to tell Slater and come back and pay us and, and, and stuff. You know who used to do that? Wimpy. Remember Wimpy from Popeye? He'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. I watched a lot of Popeye as a kid. Never once ever saw him pay. Just just throwing it out there. 323-538-2423, 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. Uh, Twitter is, depending on what you look at. So the media that you consume. And tomorrow we're going to get deeper into media and where I go to find my stories, where I go to look for stuff, you know, as far as people I trust. And yes, I look at the Washington Post, the New York Times, and all this stuff. But I'm going to go deeper into some of those things uh, of people that I think you guys would like and uh, that are that are good eggs, if you will. But the media, you know, if you if you look over here to the to the right, you've got the right screaming and yelling as they should be right now, and the fact that the left's not doing it is insane. Of what went on at Twitter, and Twitter in the overall scheme of things. Does not matter. Most of you aren't Twitter. You don't know what Twitter is as far as like what's trending and all of the, you you know, but you hear the stories. Twitter is a place where news is made. Twitter is a place where lives can be ruined and careers can be ruined. And where some of the stuff that you see in legislation and laws that are being passed are done on Twitter in many ways because of the hype and stuff. It is the flea that wags the tail that wags the dog. That's the influence Twitter has. It's one of those things where it punches way above its weight class, to use a boxing term. And... In the overall scheme of things, does it really matter? Are we surprised by some of the information that Matt Taibbi, Barry Weiss, uh, Schellenberger and stuff are coming out with as as Elon's allowed these these quote-unquote dumps to come to find out why was Trump off Twitter? I, I maintain this, and I will always maintain this. Without Twitter, Trump never gets elected. For all of the hype and everything else, the one thing that Twitter gave Trump was a way around media narratives to talk to the people. Wasn't always good, and in many cases, I think without Twitter, he probably gets reelected a second time. But he did cause a lot of hell and, and chaos and lunacy. For himself. The reality of, of this, though, is we all knew what was going on. We all knew about the shadow bands or whatever they call it. They call it filters. And they all, we all knew that they were going after people. Hell, there was a big, even arguments among left leaning people inside of the company who were progressives saying, you can't get rid of Trump. We can't do this and allow uh, Khomeini, the guy he's talking about killing the Jews and wiping Israel off the map with only one like Kanye, and we can't allow him to stay. And, and no, no, we can't do this. We can't. But uh, Trey Gowdy was on talking about a lot of this stuff, and he mentioned something here.
7: I, I, I hate to be an outlier, but, but a group of Democrats showing preference for a Democrat and suppressing Republicans, it's just not breaking news to me. I mean, the New York Times and Politico have been doing it for decades. So... I mean, shame on us for becoming so reliant on social media. If there is entanglement between government or law enforcement or intelligence community and Twitter, that's a different story. But Brett, the New York Times has not endorsed a Republican since Dwight Eisenhower. I mean, who is surprised that a group of Democrats is going to suppress positive stories about Republicans and amplify negative stories about Republicans. It's just not surprising to me. No, it's
1: not surprising at all. None of that is, but the scary part, and this is a scary part. Is the fact that people with inside the company were having weekly meetings with the FBI. And why is that scary? because that's the government getting involved in suppressing speech and we should all be terrified this is breaking points uh one of these one of these uh, to me one of the best things that's out there when it comes to news and giving you opinion with actual facts going deeper in stories uh that's out there and we'll talk more about them tomorrow but this is crystal ball these uh Sagar and Crystal used to be on the hill the for uh, the hill the and they they uh they were great but they left they broke away it started their own thing but I want you to listen to what she says here and why this is terrifying and again take away right left
8: i really want you all however you feel about these twitter files however you feel about elon musk however you feel about joe biden or hunter biden or donald trump or the deep state or any of this i really want you to put aside your sort of ideological inclinations and imagine it's whatever president Mm -hmm. or whatever party you hate the most who's in power and the uh, nefarious connection between the, the FBI and these social media companies that have so much power and there is no transparency around how.
1: And I want you to listen to this part, no transparency
8: around how any of this is done. This is the first real like sort of real time glimpse we've gotten into how all of the, these things ultimately operate.
1: And it's scary. Knowing the FBI is in there talking about what? The same thing we heard from Zuckerberg when he was on with Joe Rogan saying, yeah, they were coming to us and telling us stuff every week about there's going to be disinformation. This is about the Hunter Biden laptop thing. But there is something deeper. Why should this matter? It matters because the government is trying to stop free speech. The government is leaning in and trying to stop these things. That's where it's scary. That's where it's scary. Because when the government gets involved in the thing that they're supposed to be doing, outside of all of the things like the FBI is supposed to be doing this, you know, and crimes, and you know, the federal government is supposed to do very little, but you know, enforcing our borders and certain laws and stuff, building our roads. the The reality is, is the one thing above all they're supposed to do is protect that Constitution. And when they trod on it, and when they become a part of tearing it down, that is terrifying. Regardless of what you believe, take away the Hunter Biden story. That means nothing. All of those things mean very little. What matters is government was involved, potentially, in destroying free speech.
8: So, you know, there's been a lot of debate about like, oh, well, they've shown a lot of right-wing examples. not about a lot of left-wing examples. To me, it really doesn't matter which ideological inclination is being censored. What matters is that this power exists It's wholly unchecked, and it can be wielded against anyone, any idea, any organization at any time. And that's the thing as Americans, regardless of what your ideology is, that's the thing that you should be
1: deeply, deeply concerned. Absolutely. 100 percent. That's the fear that you should have it's just a conspiracy first of all it's not we know that now we've seen a lot of these things and the biggest thing the sensational is about suspending trump and this that and the other and that they wanted to do it on the everybody knew that nobody in there liked trump or anybody with a conservative eye that it's the fact that the fbi the outside of there, outside of the 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 purview of the insane woke leftist lunacy Was pushing uh, narratives that they thought should be pushed to squash speech. Why? Those are questions you should ask. Take away whatever the story is. The bigger question and the bigger story is, why were you guys involved at all? Just curious. You weren't hunting down people to try to get them to, to you know, hey, you know what? We got people over here that are starting to do stuff and we're hearing chatter on the Internet. This, you weren't doing that. You were going to Twitter. And you were pushing an agenda. Why? Just throwing it out there, guys. That's the big story. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, a lot of stuff still to get to. I'll talk a little bit about Twitter, and I want to talk about the absurd, because the World Cup semifinal one's going on today. I'll give you my prediction. Now. I want to talk about the absurd Washington Post article opinion piece. And I do mean it's absurd and how they retracted some of it. It's the most, it is progressives, you, you you need help. I'm just saying. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Jeff Benson Show Twitter. Omaha Steaks, Omaha Steaks, delicious, yummy, incredible. Coming to you, it's the gift that keeps on giving. We ate so well last night. We had steaks. Uh, my daughter had hot dogs. We make memories as we're watching Christmas movies, getting ready to put up a lot of our Christmas stuff on the indoors because we've been traveling so much. It was. Awesome, Charlie and I, we, we were we. She was eating hot. Dad, you want some of my hot? I was just fantastic, and I love that. it's her favorite food. It's Omaha Steaks. Give the gift that your family's going to love: the best fillets, the best naturally aged for flavor and tenderness steaks, and pork chops, and, and air air cooled, uh, you know, chicken breasts, and the best burgers around. Give the gift this year that's going to make everybody smile. It's Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, and you're going to save 50% on everything out there you see. It's 50% offside wide, but when you use code Benson on the way out, an extra $40 off. Meat that is amazing and memories that will last forever. omahasteaks.com, code Benson on the way out. Minimum order may be required. omahasteaks.com, use code Benson. Chad Benson Show.
0: Hashtag me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson
3: Show.
1: Ah, a little rant there. see tweet at me. Text me. And I'm totally fine with that. I love that. You know, uh, the whole thing with Twitter and a lot of things is I am huge on transparency. I am huge on like an absolutist when it comes to free speech. And remember, the only speech protected is hate speech. Well, that's just stupid. No, because you don't protect the speech that you like. You don't feel it doesn't need to be protected. That's uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah. Well and the problem is, is, is the definition of hate speech has changed now. Somebody, be- you know, especially a lot of these, this younger generation is, is if you go and question anything that goes against their ideology they consider that to be hate speech and you can't do that sorry you just that that's insane well uh, i read that it's getting much worse on twitter i'm on twitter a lot i don't tweet because you know what i realized a while ago it doesn't matter nobody ever sees my tweets it it doesn't matter We had somebody reach out. I don't know if they were in the company or not in the company. said, yeah, you're never going to – nobody's going to see your stuff. Only a few people will ever see your stuff. And I thought, well, that's stupid. There's no ways in my show, as big as it is and, and blessed as we are, should have as little followers as we do when you go look at my other social media, and it's much different. Well, okay. There's no doubt in my mind. That being said, do I see any less hate? I saw so much hate from the right and the left. Long before Elon took over, nothing's changed. Nothing is. People are whining and moaning all the time. We've given people a platform to bitch and yell and then meet each other in a place to bitch and yell. 323 538 2423. That is the text line. Text me. I uh, try to get back to everybody who texts me. It's The Chad Benson Show.
0: This is The Chad Benson Show. And thoughts independent life this is chad benson
1: inflation nation a little bit of cooling going on in the world of inflation you gotta like that today numbers were pretty darn good all things considered where we have been and hopefully they'll improve
2: Economists were anticipating a 7.3% year-over-year increase in the consumer price index. Instead, the number has come in at 7.1%, the best since December of 2021. The overall increase, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, was driven by the rising cost of housing. Energy prices, including the cost of gasoline, actually went down in November. Uh,
1: Yeah. Down, down, down. We need more of that. 7.1, 7.1, not great. Better than where we have been, but we need to get there. Right around that 2.1, 2.0, we'd like to see. I mean, you know, two is kind of where they like to keep it at, but this is so much better than where we have been. A cooling. Does this mean we've been through the worst? Oh. Maybe.
3: Today's inflation report shows that red-hot prices are starting to cool off, giving some much-needed relief to consumers. Inflation rose 7.1% in November from a year ago. That was better than expected, and it marks the slowest pace since the end of last year.
1: Which is good. And everybody looks at the rate hike. So tomorrow, the rate hikes. What are we going to get? It's a big question. Are we going to get... 0.75 0.75 if we do that means that the worst is still yet to come if we're getting a 0.5 potentially a 0.25 so a quarter of a point over half a point does that mean that the worst is behind us it's a possibility it's a damn good possibility that's what we want to hear like i said this weekend i'm out shopping right so it's my stepdaughter Lily's birthday she turned 12 happy birthday and so we're out there we're having fun uh restaurants were a zoo office i mean not offices but all the stores went to absolutely crazy packed in fact i my uh my other stepdaughter uh finn she is she's got some she's on the the spectrum and she's got some or you know some auditory issues and there were too many people she had to go outside because it was a zoo i'm like i have to go outside it's nuts so people are out there. Now the fear is everybody's putting stuff on their credit card, that's the worry about the rate hike. Uh but you know, which is already that's to me is the next bubble. It's not the housing. It's the 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 rate hike that potentially will be really the signal of where we're headed.
3: Today's inflation report will be welcome news for the Federal Reserve, which has been on an aggressive campaign to slow down borrowing in the economy to try to tame high prices. The Fed is still expected to raise interest rates tomorrow by half a percentage point. But if inflation does continue to ease, it could slow down the pace of rate hikes into next year.
1: Yeah. So uh, remember, that's the goal. I don't know where the economy is. I couldn't tell you where the economy is at this moment in time. Some of it feels good. Some of it feels like it's about ready to crumble. On my local show, my on-air partner, not my life partner, nothing wrong with that. He's got a company he works with. And when he first took them on, they're amazing, by the way. Incredible. But he says to me, there's just no way. Then anybody's going to buy this thing at this point in time because of the price point. I won't say who they are, but their product's amazing. And he's like, lo and behold, he's completely shocked by how much work this guy has got. He's just like, I, this is insane. I said, right? Like, And we're seeing that. And then other parts, the struggle's real. I don't know. I couldn't tell you where exactly the economy is going because the minute I think people have their fingertips on, you know, their the fingers on, the, this is the this is the box with all the answers and this is where it's going. You open it up and you're like, oh my God, it's just like Capone's uh, safe. There's nothing in it. No answers. Uh, and my best guess is uh, some areas are going to be good. Some are going to be really good. Other areas are going to really, really struggle. 323-538-2423, 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. They have got him in custody. Sam Bankman Freed. He is that guy, the FTX guy. They arrested that character.
4: Sam Bankman Freed arrested at the request of the U.S. government. The charges not being unveiled until later today, but a source says the 30-year-old faces a multi-count fraud indictment. After the alleged misappropriation was reported last month, customers rushed to withdraw their money, causing FTX to implode after it was unable to recover the withdrawals. The company short billions of dollars.
1: Yeah, so they arrested him. They took him into custody. Uh, He is. uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, honestly, uh, how much he stole. Uh, they're now saying he stole it from the beginning it wasn't a ponzi scheme uh, that started out as something you got caught up into the ponzi scheme right where where you're really trying to do good and then years later you start moving into the ponzi scheme where you're taking more money and trying to pay out early investors all this stuff. this guy seemed to have started his FTX crypto thing the genius that he was it, it, from 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 jump street of taking investors money and putting it into other things so the indictment came down one of the big questions is he was supposed to testify on Capitol Hill about all the stuff. Why not just
5: let him testify, get more statements on the record, and then arrest him? Uh, a lot of members of Congress are frustrated now. You know, it is sort of interesting that they decided to do it the day before. Also, the fact that they did it under seal. They clearly wanted to act
1: quickly. They did. They Clearly wanted to act quickly. Does Did they get a tip somewhere that this guy was getting ready to bounce, that he really wasn't going to testify that, you know, he's going to like, I'm so going to be there and I'm getting on a plane right now. And they're like, great. And then, you know, next thing you know, he's in a country with no extradition treaty with the U.S. and we couldn't get him out of there. And he's got billions and millions of dollars hidden. The potential is there, but the big thing is the the indictment was sealed. Well, it's been unsealed.
7: The eight-count indictment charges Sam Bankman-Fried with conspiracy and fraud. He and others, the indictment said, engaged in a scheme to defraud customers of FTX by misappropriating those customers' deposits and then using them to pay expenses and debts of Bankman-Fried's privately held hedge fund, Alameda Research. The indictment also said Bankman-Fried provided false and misleading information about Alameda's true financial condition. And he violated campaign finance laws, prosecutors said, by making political donations in someone else's name.
1: Yeah, that's a, he's, a, he's in serious trouble, as are other people, because he's not going down alone. There are other people that are higher ups that were around here and around him that uh, are in serious trouble, inclu- including his, his creepy looking girlfriend and his mom and dad, by the way, who on a both of them are professors. I think one of them's a lawyer, but teaches now uh, uber lefties. That's the big thing to the other conspiracy. So, all they're going to protect him. The media is protecting him in some ways because the media loved him. Kind of like they did with Theranos, right? It's the great thing. Here's this guy. He's, you know, he is he's not nihilistic. He's altruistic. He, he wants to give. And the only reason to have money is to give. And he he walks around in bad outfits. I do as well, but I'm not screwing people. I'm not that bad of a dresser. I joke, but, you know, I'm a shorts and T-shirts kind of guy. Hence the reason why I went into radio. But this guy's giving and he's wonderful. He gave a lot of money to Democrats. Second biggest donor behind uh, George Soros. Second biggest behind George Soros. Is it because he cares and he really wants to? No, a lot of it was because, yeah, he is very lefty, but also he wanted to put anybody else who could challenge him uh, into a position where they overregulated the hell out of them, but not him. So part of it was also an evil scheme. And the other part of it is they all have egg on their face. They got fooled. They got egg on their face. They touted him as the second coming of Warren Buffett and J.P. Morgan. This guy's going to be like Rockefeller and Carnegie. He's amazing. The greatest. He's Midas. No, he wasn't. It was None of those things, and they got fooled. And because they couldn't see past their insanity, they're embarrassed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, we'll do a little what's trending straight ahead. Uh, also have a very interesting piece in the Washington Post, uh, about. <sighs> Soccer, in particular, the non-diversity of one team, and then their realization that, oops, yeah, it's just the the left sees nothing but color, which is exactly, if I remember right, what Martin Luther King wanted. Was that right, Phil? Did, is that was that what he wanted? He was just wanted all color all the time. Is that it? Yeah, absolutely. That, okay, fantastic. 323 what: three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty-four, twenty-three. At Jeb Benson Show, your Twitter, your Instagram. Rough greens. What is rough greens? Fantastic. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-3-6. It is incredible. Put it on top of your dog's food. Right? So you take it. A little, Put it on top of dog's food, dog food, dog here. Sprinkle it. You don't have to do anything else. It's going to help your dog's food come to life. It's going to give them the nutrients and all the things they're missing and then some. So, if your dog's lacking energy, maybe they're a little older, they got sores, they got aches, they got pains, maybe they're younger and you want to start them off right, this is the supplement that will help them stay healthier longer and give them a better life. Right now, try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Nothing else. Nothing else. That's it. He's going to send you a bag. You try it for free. RUFFGreens.com slash Jad Ruff Greens. Dot com slash chad Go there now. Try it for free. Roughgreens.com slash chad What's a uh, trending straight ahead? Chad Benson show.
6: Wanna be boys? Give me a bowl of chili with plenty
5: of peppers.
8: One Mexican heartburn. Why don't you mud grow up? The Chad Benson
0: Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue.
4: I'll have what she's having.
0: This is Chad Benson.
1: Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, David Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disney. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Lenny, Lester Banks. Birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, What's trending? All right, let's find out what's trending in the magical world of Twitter. Uh, Twitter right now is mostly Mike Leach. You don't know who he is. He is a, and was, passed away earlier today. 61 years old, Mississippi State, head football coach. He was with Texas Tech. He was with Washington, uh, the the Cougars, Washington State. He is this crazy, hilarious—he's called the pirate. Greatest sound bites, Unique. A visionary when it comes to the air raid offense. All of these things, this guy was. And that's why you see a lot of these guys in the NFL and the way that the NFL is structured now, this air raid, where it's everybody, you're never under center, you throw, throw, throw. It was this guy. Passed away after having a heart attack over the weekend. A vast majority of of what you see in the first 10 things. All college football outside of uh, PlayStation and Cole Beasley. He was coming out of retirement, I guess. Dick Van Dyke also trending. Why is that? Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, 97 years young. Let's juxtapose that. 61 years old. Mike Leach. Dick Van Dyke, 97. 36-year difference. And Dick Van Dyke is still going, dancing and singing, they're saying. Uh, uh, Sam Bankman freed uh, under arrest. The 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 Crypto King is now in crypto uh crime head is in a lot of trouble. Lots of indictments, eight of them. You know, I mean, they're going to get him for anything they possibly can at this point. Question is, will he ever speak, in, you know, on the Hill? Which I think is going to happen. there to be questions about the money that went to the Democrats. Absolutely. Also, uh, a lot of other questions that need to be asked with this guy who stole so many people's money. Think of this. Last year, at this time, he's getting ready for the Super Bowl. He's buying huge amounts of time on the super bowl giving away crypto on the super bowl on the front cover of fortune and all of these big things and uh, 10 months later head over to uh google cpi number one today uh cools down a little bit consumer price index so all of the 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 inflation is cooling down that's good news yesterday kyler murray the number one thing uh that people searched he is the quarterback of the cardinals they just gave him a fat contract non-contact injury all sources around here and the, my local station where i was just over wandering over there they are the voice of the cardinals uh everybody says it's an acl so out don't worry though it's 46 million this year totally guaranteed what, what? argentina croatia trending and we're going to talk about argentina and a Washington Post op-ed piece coming up in a little bit because you're like what Sam Bankman-Fried Golden Globe nominations uh Mike Leach as well tons of stuff trending but this insane thing uh about uh, I just I don't even know how to describe what the Washington Post wrote and just the insanity of it but you're just sit there and you'll shake your head and go really guys really and you're like yeah really that's how it works. And Fusion! That's right, guys. Fusion. Remember the movie The Saint? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, guess what? They think they figured it out. Oh, no way! They do. I think They figured it out. They think they've got the breakthrough. This laser energy from all these beams is about 192, shining in uh, on this target, illuminate it, uh, compress it, and
5: then it heats, and then the fusion reactions start, and then the thing explodes with the energy that
1: results from the fusion reactions. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, Layman's turn. The whole point is you want the
5: individual atoms to be going so fast that when they run into each other, they overcome the repulsion,
1: and they slam each other and fuse, and then blow back apart and release way more energy than they had to begin with. So- Two pieces of energy coming together, boom! And by their hitting and coming together, releasing energy, boom! And what does that mean? Clean energy in the future, right? Like nuclear is. It's not clean, Chad. Something could go wrong. Okay, get over it, all right? For God's sakes. You want real clean energy in any windmill, right? And it's not the solar in your house. I'm just going to give it to you. Not that solar's bad. I'm just letting you guys know. Here's the reality. Clean, absolute clean energy. And very interesting. Also... With science, you never know what they're going to do with it. Could be the end of us. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter, Chad Benson Show.
9: The
5: Chad Benson Show.
0: independent thoughts, independent life.
1: This is Chad Benson. I'm not a journalist. Journalism's important. I'm not a journalist. I don't write anything. I'm not into... Tomorrow we're going to get into uh, a lot of interesting stuff when it comes to alternative media, things of that nature. But I believe 100% in, 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 in getting things right, holding people accountable. Journalism has become a place where uh right or wrong doesn't matter first is number one real journalism and this is on us as much as it is on journalists but real journalism doesn't matter anymore and i say it's on us because it is because nobody wants to who what when how and why they don't they want the story they want insight perspective and they do Want the journalists to be the people they want entertainment, which is also something we can't do anything without entertainment nowadays. You know that you got entertainment, I'm not gonna look at this. And I bring this up interestingly enough, after Matt Taibbi, who's one of the journalists that is working with Elon Musk, uh, very much a lefty, uh, even though despite whatever all the attacks on him now are about, oh, he sold his soul, blah blah blah. He said something very interesting about the wokeism, the wacky stuff in the world of journalism. And, and I bring this up to talk about a piece we're going to talk about in a second, but I love what he said here. going to say
9: companies now know that their audiences will forgive them for making mistakes as long as the mistakes are in the right direction right as long as it's ideologically correct as long as it's ideologically correct so there was a whole generation of reporters who were who were raised like me like our whole thing was the night before we published something we we couldn't sleep because we were afraid of that one thing that would be up in the in the report that somebody would catch the next day, and that might end your career, right? Like if you got something really, really badly wrong, it was potentially a career ending thing, especially if you if you made some kind of ethical mistake and forgetting to check something. Um, So that terror was was common to all reporters until recently. Now, all of a sudden, when you make a really, really bad mistake, no, your audience is probably going to be fine with it. They don't punish you for it in the same way. And they've basically brought in a whole generation of people who have this ethos of, well, if I make... So what if it's wrong? <laughs> you know, which is which is why all these people no longer have faith in these companies. And, and they can't see it. It's amazing that they can't see it. They But people are leaving these companies. They're, they're no longer trusting them. And they don't see that correlation, which is incredible to me.
1: And that is not just... People that are readers and viewers and stuff looking for other things. That's also people who work with inside these companies who are just like, I'm over this, right? I don't think this, you guys are full of it and and it's ideology driven and it's insanity. And and I bring this up because the World Cup's going on. First of all, we lost a great reporter in Grant Wall, whose body was returned yesterday, 48 years old. uh, One of the most respected journalists in soccer, even though he was an American. Uh, He was respected globally. And uh, died suddenly over there. And there's questions about that. But uh, I I bring this up because there was an article (laughs) in the Washington Post. As we were talking earlier, all that really matters is skin color. That's it. Nothing else. Just just how Martin Luther King drew it up. He's like, "Do do you think we should care about the content and the character of a person and their heart and their soul, who they are? Go with skin color. Yeah, that's probably better. Why doesn't Argentina have more black players in the World Cup? Question mark. Argentina is far more diverse than many people realize. But the myth that it's a white nation has persisted. There's many reasons for that. Something happened after the First World War, but we get to that later. So this was written, it's an op-ed piece, uh, by Erica Denise Edwards. She is the author of an award-winning book, Hiding in Plain Sight, Black Women, The Law, and Making of a White Argentina Republic." Uh, Argentine Republic. She's an associate professor at the University of Texas, El Paso. So you go through this thing and they're asking the questions, why? The observation is not a new one. 2014, uh, observers hurled jokes about how even Germany had at least one black player while it appeared that Argentina had none during that year's World Cup final. Argentinian government released a census noted that there's one hundred and forty nine thousand four hundred ninety three people far less than one percent of the country was black. And it's far worse than that. She goes on to talk about the fact that why don't you have more black people playing soccer? Oh, oh, why why is that? She says, you know, uh, it was a third of the country way back in the day. Well, today it's not. Argentina is based, Argent, you know, the Argentines are, are, are basically white-ish is what they're going with. They're Argentinian. I don't, just, I don't look at them and say, well, that's what they are. But And it's less than like one-tenth of one percent of people live in Argentina are black. But the whole article was about the fact that why aren't there more black players? Where are they? They had to retract this and apologize. Oh, it's not because of racism. It's not because of, of some evil. No, 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 no. It's none of those things. Due to an editing error of the speed, the, the the speech as they put out, the roughly 1% of Argentini, uh, the Argentinian population was black, according to a, uh, a census, 2010. While the number of black people cited was accurate, the percentage was actually far less than 1%. In the piece and has been amended to state that, yeah, it's far less. But it's all about why aren't there more black Argentinian players? Here's the thing about sports: uh, it doesn't matter if you're amazing, you'll be found. If you're incredible, you'll be found. If you're worthy, you'll be found to play in a a a, a team of what? Yes, and it's especially in a place like Argentina. Right Here it's different, and we're going to do more on that tomorrow about the expense of sports, talent isn't enough, the expense of sports, how much parents spend on sports on a daily basis in this country, me being guilty at times as well. But the reality is is you focused on the skin color. That was it. I told you guys a story uh, uh, a few years ago. In 1998, my woke friend, God bless her, love her, uh my buddy was married to to a woman and uh very woke super woke Berkeley the whole nine yards lovely lady amazing
2: uh
1: but we're watching the ninety eight world cup france won home soil uh great players on that team you know lilian thuram and and all these amazing black white oh. One of the guys is is running, and she says wow, that African-American's fast. And I had to remind her that he is neither African nor American. He is French. You just used the word African-American to describe the color of his skin. When you could have said, wow, that French guy's fast. But when you only see the lens, that's all you see through these lenses of color and diversity and nothing else matters. It's hard to live a life like that. It is three two three five 323-538-2423. at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Uh, text the program, man. We got so much crazy woke stuff tomorrow. You guys, you guys are gonna not want to miss a very special episode of Super Woke uh, Chad Benson Show. Uh, it, it, you guys are gonna be very very excited about that. And then speaking of the World Cup, I'll give you today uh, first game semifinals, Argentina versus Croatia. By the way, FIFA's dream game, it's like the, it's like every year they want the Yankees and Dodgers to play. Why? Biggest markets the whole nine hours you expect. Their nightmare is Morocco wins tomorrow against France and Croatia wins today against uh, Argentina. And you have the Atlas Lions, as they're called, uh, of Morocco and Croatia. Eh, the world's still going to watch bit different but they they, they they like the story you know you got messy you got uh who's the great for argentina he's not black by the way and uh you've got the french who have mbappe who is black by the way and uh for france today's game it's going to be tough i this is just me i look at croatia they were in the finals four years ago they know exactly what they're doing. They know how to get to where they're going. I have a feeling today Croatia actually beats Argentina uh, today. And I'll give you my uh, uh, my my other prediction tomorrow. But uh, it's very interesting. Again, Messi, not black. Mbappe Plays for France is black. Just pointing that out. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, better help could all use a little better help. We could all use somebody to talk to. We could all use the opportunity to sit down and just get something off our chest. And that's what BetterHelp's going to do. Over 3 million people have been connected with licensed and vetted therapists. It's helped my 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 oldest stepdaughter and and it will help you. You're going through something. And some of it might not be in, you know, uh, trauma. Some of it is just I need some coping skills. Some of it is it's just, you know, uh, maybe your fuse is a little short or you're struggling with certain things. These are the things through their questionnaire that they're going to pick out, and they're going to then pair you with somebody. It's great. You're going to save money. You're going to save time. No waiting room. No wacky driving a place, sitting there. for. It, it is great. It's all convenient because it's all done from your home and your privacy. Right now, take the questionnaire. Get yourself in a situation where you can sit down and have a chat with somebody online and avoid the traffic, the headache, and the huge bills because it's so affordable. All right, Go to BetterHelp.com right now. Uh, slash Benson. When you do that, you're going to save an extra ten percent right there for your first month. BetterHelp.com/slash Benson. Save yourself an extra ten percent. BetterHelp.com/slash Benson to save yourself ten percent. This portion of the program is brought to you by BetterHelp at Chad Benson Show Twitter C H A D B E N S O N. All right, coming up, couple different nature will mess you up, and as I like to remind everybody, nature is also nature to other nature, if that makes sense. A lot of people don't realize that. Think all of nature's out to get you. No, all of nature is out to protect itself and to get other nature things, if you know what I mean, plus uh, a shark attack. We'll talk about that straight ahead. This is the Chad Benson Show. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar?
1: There's a lot of things that I
6: love
1: about Hitler.
0: No. Bipartisan?
1: Don't abandon, don't censor,
2: engage.
0: Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy.
10: P-22 sedated and taken in for a full medical evaluation. The popular mountain lion was found hiding in the backyard of Los Villa's home. Sarah Peakey was alerted by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife at her front door who had been tracking his GPS caller. I'm from wildlife there's a lion in your backyard. And so I immediately knew it was P-22. Authorities say there had been a report last night that he may have been hit by a car. Officials had been working to track down P-22 after he began exhibiting unusual
1: behavior, including two recent attacks on leash dogs. Oh, no. Yeah, P-22 is out there doing stuff. We say this, you know, nature will mess you up. Nature also, my wife and I were driving and she goes, have you seen this where, you know, it takes a, a little dog and, I said, yeah, nature is nature, right? Nature will mess you up, you and I. so we talk about all the time. But nature will also mess other parts of nature. Up. And P-22, everybody kind of knows. It's a mountain lion. He wanders in ra- I would give him a different name. I mean, that's sound- he a rapper? Is it- yo, yo, man, what's up with P-22? No, he's not. A- he's not a rapper. He's a, he's a mountain lion. May uh, call Pete the mountain lion. How about that one? P-22 sounds a little informal. But B-22, uh, everybody kind of yeah, – yeah, yeah, you look around, right, when you go certain places in certain areas and parts of California because you just don't know. And by the way, for those of you who say, but it's a kitty because we always t- joke about this on, on our show is because idiots will say, well, it's just a kitty, right? And it should know that I love him. And then it eats him. And then they go, why did? Because it's nature. And nature doesn't want you to touch it.
3: All in all, he's had a really long and good life. And we know we all love him. We, all, we just really want the best – to come out of this. It's not an easy decision to make, but we will, you know, we will do what is most humane.
1: What is most humane? Hmm. That's an interesting thing. What are you guys thinking about? If he cannot
3: be re-released, which it kind of is looking like that might be a possibility, then we are considering a sanctuary situation or some kind of captivity situation. Also, if it's the most humane thing to do, even though we do not love this idea, if if he's incredibly injured or incredibly sick, euthanasia is still on the table for this particular animal.
1: What do you guys? Canada? Somebody'll take him. Somebody got to take P22. Pete, come on now, Pete. We don't want Pete put to put to death. Pete didn't do anything but eat a few people's dogs. They're little dogs, anyways. Speaking of animals that attack, a horrible situation in Hawaii.
10: Witnesses tell officials the snorkeler was bitten by a shark just before noon today, about 50 yards from shore. Coast Guard officials say a husband and a wife were snorkeling here together. The husband told authorities that he fought off the shark and swam back to shore, but his wife never made it. I mean, the, the scary thing about it at this stage is, is that there's a person just totally missing. Maui
5: tends to have a lot of shark activity. Uh, particularly during pupping season. I don't know if it is pupping season right now. But, yeah, that's, you know, Maui, uh, I think, predominantly has the, the most uh, human shark encounters of the the main Hawaiian Islands.
1: Yeah, so uh, man and wife snorkel. Man come back, wife doesn't. Fights it off. I think it's a very, very serious question here to answer. Are you sure? Are you sure that's what happened? I'm just, I'm asking a question. So Thursday, uh, last week, he said, hey, like uh, there's a shark swam by Historically, uh, 50 yards from Kawakapu, Kawakapu Point. I probably screwed that up. Don't get mad at me. All right. And there was an attack. There is plenty of sharks out there. I was explaining to my daughter the other day, because we we're looking out over the bay in San Diego. I said, there's plenty of sharks out there. Sharks, daddy. I said, yeah. I said, they don't want anything to do with you, though. Right? Because you're not what they're looking for. But uh, this is interesting because they have found nothing of, of her, which, again, very interesting. Probably a tiger, I would assume, if it's a shark attack. It's not a great white. It's probably a tiger. And tigers are called the garbage cans of the sea because they will eat anything.
10: Officials on scene have confirmed a snorkel and a mask and parts of a bathing suit was found in the water. They had jet skis and divers looking in the water and a chopper and a C 130 in the air. Now we're hearing that she is a visitor, but we're still working to confirm that with officials. We're also still working to confirm what type of shark was involved in
1: this incident. I'm going with uh, a. Tiger. That's just me. Kind of area that it's at. Tigers are pretty prevalent. Second or third most deadly of all. Uh, near as big as great whites, and their their bite is ferocious. No doubt about that. You know what I love about this report? Horrible at the beginning, but I love the way that this lady finishes it because man, she just she's obviously she's she's from the islands. And, man, she nails this.
10: Reporting from Kiave Kapu Beach, I'm Chelsea Davis for Hawaii News Now.
1: Hawaii News Now. I, what did I say? What did she say? Reporting from Kiave Kapu Not even close to what I said. <laughs> man, I'm not good at that. She, got, she puts a little spin on it, baby. Awesome. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. I tell Nate, nature is what nature is. And we remind you guys on the show all the time. If you're going into nature... Know this: You mean nothing to nature, at all. Not being mean, being honest. So remember that when you go into nature, that nature doesn't care about you, at all. Doesn't care about me or any. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. You're missing the show. Grab the podcast, Chad Benson Chad. This is the Chad Benson Show.
0: Independent thoughts, independent
1: life. This is Chad Benson. They caught him. I know a lot of people are like, why haven't they caught him quicker? Why didn't they arrest him immediately? The crypto weirdo, the genius, right? The man whose brain was so big his hair had to be a part of it. It was massive. Because it takes time. It does. So Sam Bankman Freed caught busted in the Behemoth sure he'll be extradited here rather quickly. Uh, And then what happens from there? How much money was lost? How much was stolen? What exactly would happen? And I know a lot of people out there. Well, wait a minute. He was supposed to testify in front of Congress about all of this stuff. And remember, he gave $40 million to the to the Democrats. He said he gave a lot of money to Republicans. Here's what I was trying to explain to people last night. Take the $40 million that he gave to Democrats and the God knows what he, he funneled elsewhere to, to Democratic things. This, that, and, take all that away. Here's the reality. You lost people's money. You stole people's money. Right, left, all of these things. You're in serious trouble. And being an idiot doesn't give you a pass in this situation. Sam Bankman
4: Freed arrested at the request of the U.S. government. The charges not being unveiled until later today, but a source says the 30-year-old faces a multi-count fraud indictment. After the alleged misappropriation was reported last month, customers rushed to withdraw their money, causing FTX to implode after it was unable to recover the withdrawals. The company short billions of dollars.
1: Yeah, billions of dollars. And he wouldn't shut up. That was always the amazing thing, too. This guy was on every single thing. We could have probably got him if we efforted for it. He'd go on Twitter and do interviews. He'd argue with people on Twitter. He'd answer people's questions on Twitter. He'd go on every show, financial show in the world. He he would not shut up pleading his case about the fact that he was an idiot. Or George Stephanopoulos sat down with Bankman Freed
4: last month after the stunning collapse.
5: Carolyn Ellison said that you all knew that these funds were used, were put into Alameda. They were the funds
6: owned by your depositors. So... I can't speak for who knew what. Are you worried about going to jail? Well, I'm trying to focus on what I can do going forward to be helpful and, you know, let whatever, you know, regulatory and legal processes are happening play out as they will.
1: Well, they're going to play out. They're going to play out because you're going to jail. It wasn't even a Ponzi scheme. So if you know what a Ponzi scheme is, uh, social security is a Ponzi scheme, but a Ponzi scheme essentially is you start taking, you know, investor money. And in taking investor money, you promise them large returns. uh, And what ends up happening was as the returns, as you start to get more investor money, you pay the first investors out with that money and give them their big returns and so on and so forth. But eventually it gets to the point where you can't get enough investors to cover and things go sideways. This was theft and stupidity. He wasn't trying to pay anybody back. Ponzi schemes take a long time. Madoff was a Ponzi scheme. But Madoff got to the point where he's a Ponzi scheme. I don't think he set out to become a Ponzi scheme. By the way, I don't think this guy set out to do anything bad. I think he got in over his head. I was reading an article today in the, I think it was in the, uh, it was maybe yeah, on CNBC here, Business Insider saying, uh, yeah, inexperience caused their down. You think a bunch of 20 somethings running around? Being handed gobs of cash and also being told they're the greatest of all time. I'm interested in his parents. I want to see about that. Because if you guys don't know his parents, uh, I know, there's some money missing. They've got a hundred plus million dollars in what seems to be property everywhere throughout the Bahamas and several other places. Pretty damn good, all things considered, uh, Their professors.
4: Yeah. Also facing legal challenges, Bankman frieds parents both were involved with the company. The Wall Street Journal reports the couple, who until recently taught at Stanford University, have told friends their son's
1: legal bills will likely wipe them out financially. Just don't. Don't pay it. First of all, he's talked himself into just... Places you can't even think about. So at some point in time, you just turn and say, look, there's not a lot you're going to do. Uh, plead stupidity was what a few people have said that that I that I like to watch on the old television when it comes to the legal stuff. Uh, this guy might be such an idiot that you might be able to uh, uh, plead some stupidity and and be lucky. But on top of that, though, and this is something that makes it even more scummier than, than you know, oh, he gave money to. I don't care who he gave money to at this point. They're not going to protect him. They're not. There's nothing. They're going to be in some serious trouble potentially as well if they knew what was going on. This guy was courting anybody he could talk to, partially because he wanted to restrict his competition and give himself an upside, hence the reason why lobbying works in so many ways. So when you hear big business go, they don't really want regulation. That's exactly what they want. Regulation to big business is a win because they've got the money and the setup to get around all the stuff easily and maneuver through it. If you're a startup and you don't have the money and setup, and you're trying to build, you could be regulated out of the marketplace. Hence, why this guy gave so much money. Is he a lefty nut job? Yeah. D- did did he believe his own hype? Absolutely, he did. One hundred percent, he believed his own hype. He's screwed. I've talked to a lot of the victims in
10: this story, people who have lost money, and one of the most surprising things that I have heard over and over again is that it has not shaken their faith in crypto, that they don't see it as uh, an issue with the underlying thing, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, for example, they see it as a bad actor.
1: And that's what he was. Do I think this is going to blow up the crypto thing? No. I think here's the thing. If you're sold for crypto and you're sold, it's about the blockchain, Chad. If you're sold for it, you're got you, you you're, you're in it, right? Do I think that, that there is a place for crypto? Absolutely. It's Wall Street. It's the average investor. It's those type of people who look at this and said, ha-ha, this is the nightmare that everybody was worried about. This is the insanity that everybody's worried about. I don't think this stuff's going away anytime soon. I don't think it's going away at all. But you've got to be careful. You absolutely must be careful. Understand. And see, this is the issue that I, I, you know, Wall Street will survive as it does. Here's the issue. People that worked for it were told. Just keep investing all your money. Don't even get a check, basically. Just put it into the company. Just do this. Just He was out there preaching the song and singing the the the, the cult FTX classics and uh, hits to try to continue to keep the charade going. That's the evil in so much of this. But he's caught. He's going to jail, Chad. That guy's going to jail. Yeah, he's going to go to jail. He is. He's going to go to jail. Who's he take down with him? His parents obviously are in a lot of trouble. They have a lot of stuff in their name. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 323 5, 3, 538 At Chad Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Yesterday, big announcement in the world of f- 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 fusion.
5: Those scientists, it appears, have found a way to generate energy through nuclear fusion, the thermonuclear reaction that powers the sun. Using nearly 200 gigantic lasers aimed at a piece of metal the size of a pencil eraser, they've created energy gain, like nuclear energy but without nuclear waste. Professor Troy Carter at UCLA's Plasma Science Technology Institute says this is a really big deal. It paves the way towards practical fusion energy as an electricity source. This is a huge step along the way. He
1: says in about a decade, fusion fusion could become a power source of carbon-free electricity. Yeah, you know, you ever see those movies where like, well, they've come up with a fusion kind of scenario where this could uh, change the world.
5: The whole point is you want the individual atoms to be going so fast that when they run into each other, they overcome the repulsion and they slam into each other and fuse
1: and then blow back apart and release way more energy than they had to begin with. So that's awesome. So let me explain this to you. Imagine two things coming to each other at a trillion miles an hour. They smash into each other, and then out of that comes energy. Essentially, I'm just dumbing it down for everybody. Even dumber than that, which is pretty damn good. Uh, so, uh, so in the last couple of weeks, we've announced the now we got fusion, right? That they're 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 aiming at, and then we created a wormhole. <laughs> we are building our own demise, but it's awesome, right? It's incredible. And this could be huge. The implications for this would be massive. It really, really could be massive in the way that this works. Think about all the stuff that we could come out of it. We talk about all the green. We talk about all the stuff. They've even found this over this last year. Uh, the the you know cleaner and uh, an amazing nuclear way of doing things that is not only cleaner than is already is now waste we th- this is the future the future isn't windmills the future isn't solar panels what those are great for a house the future isn't that harnessing things like this and nuclear that's the absolute future you want to get off fossil fuels Bing. go bingo Three two three five three eight, twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things, kids. A lot of stuff to squeeze into. here on the most festive of shows here. We're rounding and down the the week in the year. So uh, Friday's our last show of the year, and we'll be back uh, on the I think the third, I think we're back on the third, the Tuesday after uh, New Year's. So uh, you know, a lot of stuff to get into. We'll have our best of, some of the neat stuff that we talked about this year as we count things down. Uh, don't you worry about that plus uh you know our, our countdown of Christmas songs we'll do some neat stuff here towards the end of the week uh especially my favorite is when I go through the the weirdest bizarre Christmas song that we all love and yet at the same time when you think about why we love it we're like oh it's the great song of the great singers but why it even came to be is kind of sad 323-538-2423 <laughs> at Chad mentioned show. Twitter and Instagram, deep discounts on all my pillow products going on now. Still have time to get them shipped to you before Christmas, including the Giza Dream Sheets for twenty nine dollars right there, and all of the other amazing, incredible products. Plus, when you order now before Christmas, they're going to extend your warranty out through March. So take advantage of this deep discounts on the my pillow itself, the Giza Dream Sheets, the 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 mattress topper starts at ninety nine dollars. It is my favorite thing of all of the things that 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 you know I've tried with my pillow. I love the my pillow. The, the, the dream sheets are incredible. The towels, all that, but the mattress topper to me is eh, number one. You will love it. So take advantage of this. Get the Giza Dream Sheets for just twenty nine bucks. But on top of that, get all the other deep discounts uh, just in time for the holidays. Go to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Make sure you use code Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use code Benson to save big this be the Chad Benson. Sure.
0: You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Day one, as I said yesterday,
9: and as I said throughout the campaign, on day one, I would declare a state of emergency. I actually haven't even been to City Hall yet.
1: Karen Bass, well, you've been there plenty of times, Karen, Uh, new uh, mayor of Los Angeles, California. Uh, She is doing something. Day one. The thing that pushed her to the brink that I don't think she would have done had Rick Caruso, who was the... Republican who didn't run as a Republican or rather as an independent to try to clean up Los Angeles. Portland, I'm looking at you. San Diego, don't let it get there. San Francisco, it's too late for you. What are you talking about? Today on my first day of office, we hit the ground running with a sea change in how the city tackles homelessness.
9: Declaring a state of emergency and activating the emergency operations center.
1: Yeah, they need to do something. It is nasty. Uh, it is sad. You know, when I was younger, uh, I'm a, when I was a wee lad, and I'm 51 now, will be 52 a week from today, actually, uh, I was, uh, my friends would come over and visit me from Europe you know and they'd come over, you know, buddies I played with and stuff and and you know, ah, what's this, you know, the Skid Row, you know. Oh, Skid Row. Like you know, part of the thing of 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 California and Hollywood was this you know, cuz people from other parts of the world just couldn't fathom that people would uh, be outdoors living in squalor and, rea- and weirdness in in a world where America had everything you could ever dream of, but yes. And that's everywhere now. Skid Row is in a row. It's not. It's not. It's not a, a an area. You know, part like the Hollywood sign. I mean, that's how weird it was. Like, they, people knew about Skid Row from all over the the world. It is everywhere. Even this weekend, you know, I, my my son, if you you knew the program, my son is twelve. Had a hockey a couple hockey games this weekend, but it was my stepdaughter's birthday and their best friends. She turned twelve, and we uh, we headed on out to San Diego. And I love San Diego. It's gorgeous. It's amazing uh and you know it's it's just incredible but i am staying in this we're staying in this beautiful hotel this was her big thing she wanted to do uh cuz we kind of live rural and she likes to she likes the big buildings and things like that so in the morning we get up and i take charlie uh jack's younger sister and uh and him to the hockey game and in the morning we pass by so many tents in downtown san diego and it is just grimy and gr- like at night, uh, it, it, the, the lights and the, and the neatness of the bay, it hides the, the nastiness of all the other stuff that's going on. And, you know, Karen Bass is like, ah, we're going to fight, you know, uh, the, the, the housing, you know, inequities and all this, it, it's, it's drugs, it's alcohol, it's mental illness. That's the issues you need to figure out how you fight. Those are the things that, that you need to fight. We can sit here and talk about it, you know, not being affordable. Yeah, for a lot of people, it's not affordable at this moment. That being said, just because you can't afford a house doesn't mean you turn to crack. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That being said, because you can't afford a house doesn't mean that you're mentally ill. Well, that's true too. Yeah. There are issues out there in the homeless world, and New York is trying to figure out how they navigate the problem of understanding that these people are mentally ill and that there's a good chance they're going to be a danger to themselves and to other people, and how do they go about dealing with that? L.A. is going to try to do something. Rick Caruso, from what I understand, may be a part of it. He's the guy who ran against Karen Bass, who got a lot of celebrities on his side. Uh, but I look at San Diego. And I just say, oh, God, I love this. You know, it's, it's the most beautiful city at times you'll ever see. And at times, like everything else, there's a underbelly. Don't let that underbelly get obese. Portland, San Francisco, Seattle, that's what's happened to you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Talk a little Twitter and some of the chaos and craziness that's going on over there. I love watching the battle of narratives when it comes to Twitter and what now. Talk about that. A lot of other stuff. Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
5: The Chad Benson Show.
0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: Man, these charges on uh, Sam Bankman-Fried are going to be huge, huge. Apparently, he started diverting the money. So the crypto king. I was telling somebody this last night. Think about this for a quick sec. Earlier this year, Super Bowl. He had all... The commercials you can handle. Remember, he was giving away crypto. Less than a year later, I think we're 60 some days away from the Super Bowl for this season. So less than a year. So from February till now, that guy lost everything. And is in handcuffs. And is going to Yale. <laughs> Not Yale, but jail. 323 5, 3, 538 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Uh the Twitter battle is interesting, not because of Twitter itself, because most people are not on Twitter. We talked about that. I don't tweet much or go on it much, and the reason is simply this. Uh, I've realized for a couple of years there's just no way that my show, which is fairly popular, you know, in America, I'm on a bunch of stations across the country. Uh, you know, I, I it's fairly popular. That for whatever reason, my account never grows, and people say to me, "Man, I never even saw this tweet. It's crazy." And I thought to myself, "Well, you know, there's just got to be something to it. There's just no way." That this is it, it, it just can't be this. But the reality is, when we look up, we realize there's a lot of different things going on at the old Twitter. And uh, there's no doubt about that. They got caught, uh, you know, doing a lot of silly things. But I'm with Trey Gowdy here. When it comes to didn't we kind of already think this?
7: I, I, I hate to be an outlier, but but a group of Democrats showing preference for a Democrat and suppressing Republicans, it's just not breaking news to me. I mean, the New York Times and Politico have been doing it for decades. So, I, I mean, shame on us for becoming so reliant on social media. If there is entanglement between government or law enforcement or intelligence community and Twitter, that's a different story. But, Brett, the New York Times has not endorsed a Republican since Dwight Eisenhower. I, I mean... Who is surprised that a group of Democrats is going to suppress positive stories about Republicans and amplify negative stories about Republicans? It's just not surprising to me. Right. No, it's not.
1: Nor should it be surprising to anybody. But the narrative is the thing that makes me laugh. So watching the narrative, the competing narratives going on, which is. Elon Musk has taken this over and he's given the likes of Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss, uh, you know, the opportunity to sift through all of these files and see all the wackiness that was going on. And and even, by the way, uh, you know, we to uh, Ro Kahan, who we've talked about the last couple of days, Democrat who was very concerned by a lot of the things that were going on at Twitter about suppressing information and stories and whatnot from legitimate, you know, uh, uh news organizations, to even some of the lefties inside of their battling with other lefties about whether or not to suspend Trump's twitter account i mean it was it was insane the stuff that's going on the fbi thing is real that's why i tell everybody first of all none of the other stuff is anything that nobody didn't already think there's everybody's just glad that they go okay cool so we know it now and for all of you out there on the left that, they go, that, that stuff never ever happened you could see now that it did you could absolutely do the issue though with the fbi is a very real thing if the fbi And powers that be inside of the government were swaying Twitter and pushing Twitter and influencing Twitter to suppress stories and to hurt people on the right that may be seen as somebody who could potentially push forward ideas that juxtapose their position within the the FBI or the government in certain areas. That right there is the issue that needs to be looked at. That right there is it. So you have that side of it. And then the other side, you have the the people who lose their mind because Elon Musk has taken it over, and he's no longer uh, allowing people to run willy-nilly and crush all of those other folks' ideas. And again, go look at Charlie Kirk and Dan Bongino. Go look what they did to their accounts, right? Shadow banned. It's not real. No, no. What what do they call it? It's some sort of filter. Right. You know, just it's call it what you want. Right. Like I said yesterday, if I go to England and I get on an elevator, they call it a lift. They don't call it an elevator. It's the same thing. Oh. I can get off Twitter. I don't really care. Right. But I'm wondering what a guy spending $44 billion on that. He's got this brilliant mind for, for inventing things, for, for for creating things. I just every day I wonder why is he acting like a back bench Republican in the House of Representatives instead of like the richest guy in the world, a guy who could actually take the country in positive places. I don't get it. I don't get it, Joe Scarborough. It's not that he's acting that way. It's the fact that people out there on the left can't fathom the idea that there is somebody out there who's saying, you know what, I find all this stuff crap. I don't think what you're telling us is real. I, I, I don't think that you, you, you're... you're out there, spewing a lot of this crap and telling everybody how evil they are, how they're white supremacist, how they're racist, how dare you talk about trans? All this hate speech, all of this stuff. You're suppressing information. He is talking about opening up information. He's talking about being more transparent. He's talking about those things, which, by the way, used to be the hallmark of the Democratic Party. Over the weekend, the big, you know, uh, article for on this uh, was on the front page of New York Times. It was about all the hate speech is up. Says who? Elon says it's not. I go on there and look. I don't really tweet much. I don't do anything, but I don't see anything different. And by the way, the crap I get sent long before Elon took over. was awful. See, but one side got to decide what hate speech was. And by the way, there's no such thing as hate speech. That's the Supreme Court said that. It's just speech. That's it. And the only protected speech in theory is hate speech. Because nobody wants to protect the speech or needs to protect the speech that they like. Oh, yeah. They didn't even think of it that way. No. Most people don't. I think there's a lot of issues that are going on in in not just social media, but across the board when it comes to, to these companies. Again, don't think that Facebook isn't going to be far behind and that people aren't going to be asking serious questions, especially now that Republicans have you know control of the House. Don't think... That you're not going to get more and more stuff. That people are going to start asking serious, serious questions as they should. As they should. I am a free speech absolutist. Now, if you're going to go out and you're going to scream and yell, you want to kill a bunch of people, you're going to do. But you know that that that's a different thing. But if you're going to juxtapose my position on something, that's not hate speech. If you're going to tell me I'm an I'm a a a Horrible radio host, and I suck, and all of these horrific things that I am. Again, I protect your right to say that. Now, if you're advocating for my death, well, we have a problem there. But I'll protect your right to have a disdain for me. I'll protect your right to not like me. I'll protect your right to go out there and say, Th- agree with in my belief system, because that's what we're built upon. And journalism has failed too. Matt Taibbi, who's been one of the the leading voices of what's going on here, was talking with Rogan the other day. So he goes on Joe Rogan. Matt Taibbi is an interesting character. Uh, I love his writing. I think he's uber ridiculously talented. And yes, he leans to the left, but he understands what journalism should be all about. He does. But he was talking about journalism, and I found this to be fascinating. It's a bit long, but I think you'll like what he has to say about why journalism is in the place that it is, especially when it comes to a younger generation. Companies
9: now know that their audiences will forgive them for making mistakes as long as the mistakes are in the right direction. Right, as long as it's ideologically correct. As long as it's ideologically correct. So there was a whole generation of reporters who were who were raised like me. Like our whole thing was the night before we published something. We we couldn't sleep because we were afraid of that one thing that would be up in the in the report yeah. that somebody would catch the next day and that might end your career right like if you got something really really badly wrong it was potentially a career ending thing especially if you if you made some kind of ethical mistake and forgetting to check something um, so that terror was was common to all reporters until recently now all of a sudden when you make a really really bad mistake no your audience is probably going to be fine with it. They don't punish you for it in the same way, and they've basically brought in a whole generation of people who have this ethos of, "Well, if I make, so what if it's wrong?" <sighs> you know, which is, which is why all these people no longer have faith in these companies, and and they can't see it. it's amazing that they can't see it. They but people are leaving these companies. They're they're no longer trusting them, and they don't see that correlation, which is incredible to me.
1: And he's not just talking about people who read the the you know the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, all of these other kinds. He's, he's talking also about journalists themselves who don't trust the companies because they realize that, look, make a mistake to the right. Nobody cares. Make a mistake to the left. Or you're going to get in trouble for that. As long as it leans in a certain direction, they're leaving the companies, the people that work for them, to go out and do their own thing. Alternative media is exploding. We're going to get deeper into it tomorrow. But the reality is is he's right. In so many ways, and he's been so attacked. Him and Barry Weiss and a few others, absolutely throttled, because they've gone out and worked with Elon Musk on this stuff, and that's what you should do. As a reporter, that's what you should do. One hundred percent. Do I think for a moment, going back and you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, and you go look at Watergate that had. You know, uh, Bernstein and them on on the left side of the aisle because they're big lefties. We all know that. Had they had a chance to catch a Democratic president back in the day and expose all of that and eventually put them in a position that Nixon found himself in, would they have done it? I would have said back then, hell yeah. Today, I don't know. That's why people don't trust. 323-538-2423 323-538-2423 3, 3, 3, at Ched Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. A lot of stuff uh to try to squeeze into. So much more. Th- I and mean, again, it's it's a people say it's a slow time. It is an amazing time. So many things going on out there. Things that need to be talked about. And we try to do it here. We do. Tomorrow too. We're gonna get in harder into the alternative media route. Places that uh, I'm gonna tell you places I go, the people I trust. And what I look at, besides looking at all of the other things, the norms, but the places I go and go, I love this. These people have it going on. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show, Twitter, Instagram, all of the other things. This portion of the program is being brought to you by Better Help. H e l p. Told you guys about you know uh, little things out there. In life that, you know, we went through COVID. It, it it's a struggle that people had with COVID. We've gone through a lot of different things over the last few years, and people are struggling out there and they're looking for things. Looking for things like coping skills. This is my, my stepdaughter needed coping skills, didn't understand a lot of things, struggled, she's on the spectrum, just trying to find the skills to cope with the things that are going on in her life. Better help us there. And it could be there for you as well. No traffic, no no waiting around in, 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 inside of a room before they call you in. It's all 100% online. They've helped over 3 million people connect with licensed and vetted therapists. 100% online, totally affordable. Try it right now. Save 10% on your first month. Go to BetterHelp.com Benson. That's BetterHelp.com Benson. You won't be disappointed. BetterHelp.com Benson. We'll wrap it up straight at Chad Benson Sure.
0: The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye.
2: The self-proclaimed queen of Christmas has ended Taylor Swift's six-week reign at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 as Mariah Carey's holiday classic "All I Want for Christmas Is You" tops the chart this week. But she's got some top ten Christmas company. Brenda Lee's "Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree" takes second, with "Jingle Bell Rock" in third.
6: Have a holly jolly
2: Christmas. Burl Ives' is "A Holly Jolly Christmas" is fourth, and Wham's "Last Christmas" takes ninth. Ah,
1: I love it. Love it. I'd love Burl Ives. You're like, hey, is there a guy that can kind of play the ukulele and looks eerily similar to a version of the Colonel Sanders, but a little bit bigger with a great voice? You're like, do I have a guy for you? His name is Lives. She is the queen of Christmas, though, right? She is. She is. That's huge. So I keep telling everybody, man, you got to write a song. You get one hit. You get one. You're the one hit wonder. Christmas Christmas, Christmas, because it pays so much better. So if you write a song and it's about the 4th of July, you know, kind of thing, independence, whatever, you know, those Memorial Day, you you might have a run for a a couple days here or there, but it's mostly going to be on that day. But Christmas, you have pretty much from Thanksgiving week all the way through till New Year, where you'll be able to just enjoy five, six weeks straight of airplay. And you just take on all those checks. That's what it's all about, kids. Just take it in, take it in, take it in. Ah, Chad, you really think so? I know so. Don't mess with me, kids. Don't mess with me. Last night, uh, football, I got to win. The Patriots won. I did not do well. I think I broke even this week on my picks, which was not a good week. But I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh seven wins. I lost one, two, three, four, five, six. Ah, seven and six. Oh, seven and seven. So yeah, not not a great week. Not uh no, seven and six. Eh, you know, is what it is. A Couple more weeks of football left. Uh, but even sadder is uh only a couple of weeks of the World Cup left. Oh Chad. If you're listening to this later, maybe you're listening to podcasts, games already been played, but I'm gonna give you my snapshot of the World Cup. Big game today. Now, semi-final number 1 today. You have Argentina and Croatia going at it. So Messi leads Argentina against a guy named Luka Modric and Croatia. Messi has never won it. He is judged upon this tournament. Arguably the greatest player in the world ever. Pele, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. And a guy named Maradona who passed away earlier this year. Here's the thing with Messi Maradona's from Argentina. Maradona won the big thing, he won the World Cup. You get judged on that. Messi's been to a final, but he's never won a cup. Do I think he's going to win a cup? I pick them. I never thought Brazil was good enough. I thought Brazil had some flaws. You know, I said it was going to be Brazil or Argentina. The issue is it's a one-and-done. The pressure, the whole nine yards, all on there. Do I think they can win? Yeah. Do I think it's going to happen? You show up in the big games, and that's what big game guys do. But on the other side, you look over, you got the Croatia. Four years ago, they lost in an exciting final in Russia by France, who plays tomorrow against Morocco, the upstarts. And we'll go over that game tomorrow. But today... It is Modric and Croatia. I think there might be extra time in this. Both of these teams are struggling as far as, you know, they played a lot of games in a short period of time in the middle of their seasons. It has been a tough time for both of them. The pressure's big for one. They're playing with house money, Croatia. I have a feeling today Croatia gets it done. Oh, could we see a rematch? That's just me. 323 3, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, it's Tuesday. Go get tacos. Have a good, blessed day. We'll do it again tomorrow on night, Night Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.